Lesson eight of On the Seashore. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Lawrence. In Brampton, Ontario, January 2013. On the Seashore by Cadwallader Smith. Lesson eight seaweeds and seagrass we think of weeds as useless plants which insist on growing just where they are not wanted so it is a pity that seaweeds are so named for the part they play in the sea is a useful one and they are often beautiful though they do not bear flowers like so many plants of the land you see draggled heaps of them lying on the shore where the waves have thrown them they are best seen in their proper home buoyed up by the water and spreading out their broad-colored fronds or long waving threads there are in many places meadows of seagrass and forests of seaweed mother earth still has her carpet of green even when covered by the salt water the plants are very unlike those of the land but as you will see they are of great use we will suppose you put on a diving dress then you can walk out under the water and explore the forests of the sea down by the line of low tide before you have waded up to your knees you find plants clinging to the rocks they cover them with a slippery coat of green when you turn these seaweeds over you find periwinkles and other animals feeding or hiding seaweed makes good cover for the creatures of the rock pools who have many enemies to fear you notice that most of these shore weeds are green sometimes as green as young grass pull up a bunch of the weed and you find that it clings to the rocks and stones but has no real roots seaweeds belong to a humble family in the world of plants having no real roots no flowers and no real seeds they can attach themselves to the stones or rocks along comes a great wave and perhaps they are torn up but this does not harm them for they still live as they wash to and fro in the water until they cling to another rock or they are thrown onto the shore to die or else be washed back to sea by the next tide the sea lettuce or green laver is a common seaweed near the shore its broad crinkled and bright green leaves are rather like those of a lettuce sometimes it is boiled to a jelly and used for food Many other seaweeds are good to eat, and on some coasts there is a regular seaweed harvest. Now wade into rather deeper water, and you find a great mass of bladder rack. Most schoolboys know it, for the little bladders of air in the leaves explode with a pop if you squeeze them. Bladder rack, and others of the same kind, are torn up by the fierce waves of a storm and tossed on the beach in heaps. They are gathered by the farmer who knows how to value a cheap manure for his field. Some kinds are also of use in packing lobsters, so they come to the market nice and fresh. When you have walked, in your diving dress, to deep water, you find yourselves among a tangle of olive green weeds. They are below the line of low tide. All around you is a forest of dark green ribbons with wavy edges. The ribbons are tough and very long. And cling tightly to the rocks these ribbon weeds and others of the same kind are known as tangles round some parts of our coast they make wide thick beds in the sea 
though the ribbons may be six feet long, they are not so wide as the palm of your hand. Another sea plant, which grows in tufts in rather deep water, is called Irish moss. It is green, brown, or purple in color. I do not know why it should be called Irish moss, for it is not a moss, and it grows all around the English as well as the Irish sea coast. But seaweeds have strange names. Indeed, many of them have no everyday names at all. Irish moss is used for food, after being boiled to a jelly. It can also be made into a gum or glue, and has often been so used. Now, if you were to walk still further on the bed of the sea, into deeper water, you would find the prettiest of all the sea plants. These are the pink and red seaweeds. You also find them on the beach, but only after they have been torn from their home in the deep water. They grow on the rocks in pretty colored tufts. If you dive still farther, into the dark depths of the sea, you find beds of ooze and slime, and rocks and weird fishes, but no plants. Why is this? Like the land plants, these sea plants must have light. They cannot grow in the blackness of very deep water. Can you guess why some seaweeds are green and others red? Those growing in the shallow water of the shore are green like land plants, because the sunlight reaches them. Only part of the light can pass through deep water, and so, in these shady places, the seaweed is reddish in color. We see, then, that, one, green seaweed grows by the shore, two, brownish-green seaweed likes deeper water, three, red seaweed grows in deep water, and four, in very deep water, there is no weed at all. We must not forget the grass of the sea. It grows in narrow blades, often a yard in length, and as wide as your thumb. It is not a seaweed, but a real flowering plant, which, for some reason or other, loves to grow under water. It creeps in the sand and mud, with green leaves growing up as thick as corn in a cornfield. All these waving green leaves make large meadows in the sea, and sea snails, fishes, and crabs hide in it just as all manner of living things hide in the grass of our meadows. The proper name for this strange plant is sea-rack. When dried, it is useful for packing up china and covering flasks of oil. Now we come to the real use of sea plants. They are food for all the hosts of small animals of the sea. These eat it as it grows, or else, like the mussel and oyster, swallow the tiny scraps of it which float everywhere like so much dust. The seashell and other animals which feed on sea plants are themselves eaten by other sea creatures, and these in turn are eaten by crabs, lobsters, and fish, which are eaten by us. It reminds you of a chain. The first link in the chain is the sea plant. The last links are the fish and ourselves. So you see, the weeds and grass of the ocean are of very great value indeed. Exercises 1. Give the names of three common seaweeds. 2. What is the color of the weed found in deep water? 3. Why cannot seaweed grow in very deep water? 4. In what way are sea plants most useful? End of Lesson 8 Seaweeds and Seagrass